Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect Change on webtalkradio.net. Thank you so much again for joining me this week. My motivational quote that is relevant to the conversation and, of course, to the name of the show, Architect of Change, is peace is not an external environment but an internal one. And today, uh, that topic or that quote, my guest and I are really going to discuss unlocking your energy flow, learning how to handle fear-related uh, issues, which we we really all suffer from or we really um, – what's the right word, we have those issues with fear, and um, some clear how-tos in order to improve your health and lower your stress level. I think that's always a good topic to lower stress. So specifically during uh, the show today, we're going to talk about how everyone is so caught up in life's demands that we lose sight of our own light and health needs. We put everybody else first. Um, We're going to discuss living up to our potential and sharing our strengths and gifts with the people around us. We all have strengths. We just sometimes need to sit and figure out what they are, um, but we all have different strengths. We also discuss the record player. I call it the record player that goes on in our heads to address that fear and add to the new improved version of who we are now that we're in 2015 how to raising our vibration through affirmations filled with gratitude that you can feel deep within you. Um, that really is important. We're an energy source, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And this is just such a nice time of year, the beginning of the year, to talk about gratitude and being thankful and kind of kicking it into high gear uh, for the new year. And then uh, Mar- my, guest and my, my guest, Margaret, and myself will be sharing some ideas on how to enjoy um, the new year, okay? And we're going to talk so much more. So today my guest is Margaret Russo. She's LMT and a Reiki master. She graduated from the Institute of Therapeutic Massage uh, on, in November of 2010, and she teases that she's one of the, uh, she was the oldest in her graduating class at age 45, and um, Margaret's going to share with us how sometimes these midlife changes are necessary and healthy for us. And um, let's see, her vision for her business is centered in wholeness. Um, She co-creates healing opportunities for individuals, freeing them to experience peace and harmony and the joy of living their divine potential. Again, we're going to talk about the divine potential being, being your strengths. And her mission statement is through various healing modalities. Uh, She wants to empower others to release energy blocks created by painful life experiences and our own self-limiting thoughts and beliefs, and how can we break through that. Uh, She has several healing modalities and certifications from Swedish Swedish massage, sports massage, hot stone, uh, crystal healing, aromatherapy, and the list goes on and on, which we'll discuss throughout the show. I happen to have the privilege of meeting Margaret through a good friend, um, my good friend Lisa Legrano, and I think that Lisa has kind of brought Margaret and I together, so a little shout out to, to my good friend Lisa, and the quote I started with really speaks to this exact topic of, you know, gratitude and the change has to happen within. So with that very interesting introduction. I am very excited to have Margaret Russo share her gifts with you and to aid you in our 2015 journey. So Margaret, thank you so much for joining me and taking time out of your busy day. 
Thank you so much, Connie. I really appreciate this opportunity. This is something new experience for me, so I do appreciate having this one, uh, especially because this is another way for us to reach out to others and really open up and share all that, you know, you experience, I experience, so others feel like they're not alone in all of this, you know, which is very much how I got started with my with my work. I, too, suffered years and years ago at age 27 with chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, um, and the way I seek to become he- healthy and well was through holistic modalities. That was the one that seemed to help me the most. And from my own life experience, I acquired a great sense of knowing, um, a distinct knowing. Um, it developed over the years. I will say, backtracking from the age of 27 at 19, I did start um, with the holistic therapies, meditation, connecting with spirit, with God, God's energy, God's ability to heal, and um, we all have it. We all have that innate ability to heal ourselves, heal others. So it was through my can I, own can I ask you a quick, Martyr, can I ask sure. you a quick question? So now at 29, you seeked out that, that holistic um, kind of homeopathic route for the fatigue and, and all of those issues you were suffering really at an early age. Did you mm-hmm. go to practitioners that handled that kind of thing? Well, actually, first I started with the infectious disease doctors and then worked my way up. Um, wow. <clears throat> I would start first with touch through the touch, and that was very hard to touch my body. I noticed that my body needed to have touch to release some kind of energy, either to release the negative energy that was causing the disease or energy to bring into my body through healing. But I started with acupressure. So, again, I started with, before I even got into homeopathy, I started with an acupressure. It would work on my feet, doing reflexology, and that would be gradually until I was able to have people to touch my body, more so throughout my body. We had to do more intense work. So I did notice from starting with my feet, the amount of healing that it was releasing, it was helping me to enable my own inability to heal. Now let me ask you a question. Have you, so starting at the feet, okay, the reflexology, Mm -hmm. that they say that through the feet, all the organs, all that kind of stuff is attached, right? Did, Mm -hmm. did, you go many years later, I know, but did you eventually go for the reflexology or did you not oh. make that part of the modalities of your, your specialties? Um, it's funny because I, um, it is part of my specialties. I will incorporate it in some of my sessions depending on what my client is coming in with and maybe I do need to stay at the feet a little bit longer using that experience and that knowledge of reflexology. But that was just the initial uh, aha moment for me, saying, wow, you know, we all have this this ability to heal. And it started through this healing process of touch, light, energy, anything anything I can get my, my, you know, wrap myself around and get more knowledge about. And then eventually I increased it up to acupuncture, to increase it up to homeopathy, and increased it up to Reiki sessions. Um, uh, Again, this was you reaching out to others. Me reaching out to others. So that was what really piloted me into understanding that if I can receive this healing, I wanted it to bring it to others. Yeah. Now, let me ask you another question here. So you went out to these other practitioners. The interesting thing with that is Mm -hmm. I know that Reiki and meditation and the reflexology and now even massage has Mm -hmm. become 
you know, such a big part of our everyday life. You know, they have the Massage Envy here in Homedale that you could join and monthly you pay $50 and you get a massage, which is relatively, you know, inexpensive, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea is they want your recurring um, fee every month and that's how they can offer, you know, such such a cheap uh, type or a cheaper version of a massage. So when you were 29, and I know you're similar to my age, right? You're in your 50s as well? Mm-hmm, really. I'm just going to be 50. Okay, so you're just going to be 50. So you're young. Anyway, <laughs> so for the past, really 29, 30, so for the past 20 years, you <laughs> truly were learning about all of this for your own self and your own self-healing, correct? Correct. Correct. And was it difficult to find these practitioners, or did you have to read a lot? Like, how did you – because I know it's common now in the past maybe 10 years, but before that, you know, you didn't hear about this stuff. You didn't hear about it. I mean, I've been, been, you know, I've been considered as all these different titles. People would – oh, you're doing that stuff? Like, you're doing that, you know? Yeah, Um, Yeah, like you wacko. Yeah, wacko. I I have to say it started with a lot of intention. I set forth great intentions for healing. I needed to heal. I had a one-year-old that was crying for mommy to pick her up, and I couldn't even pick her up. At that moment, it was in that moment I decided I wanted to live, and I wanted to live fully, and I knew I had more potential than this. There was something that was holding me back, something that was creating me to be not well, and I literally prayed every day and believed that I was not I was not going to stay sick that I wanted to be well and healthy and what and I just prayed and set forth my attention and it started coming to me whether it was a friend or or the best part about it you would go someplace or sitting in the waiting room of the doctor's office and I would overhear someone having a conversation and talking about healing modalities other natural healing modalities and it hmm. would intrigue my interest and I would go home I would search for it look it up didn't realize how many other practitioners were in my own neighborhood and started that way. It was really as if it came to me. It was just once I set forth my intention and used my affirmation that I'm well and healthy and I invited it into my life, it showed up. Well, that's the universe at work, right? It conspires to what we need, really, right? It's always conspiring to for our benefit or detriment, depending what our thoughts are. Now, let me ask you another question. This is so interesting. So you made this decision that my kid needs me, enough is enough with the aches and pains and fatigue and all of this. When you finally realized that there was this whatever blockage it was, what Mm -hmm. was it? Did you ultimately uncover what was the cause of all of the disease or really not disease? Yeah. The fatigue, all the aches and pains. It is. It's disease in your body. What was, what was causing it? Did you ever find a root cause? I'm just interested. Oh, there was so many emotional levels that came, it came in such a deep emotional level. A lot of this stuff is this thought that I had in my mind since I was a child. One, I never, I always thought I had to do so much. I always mm. thought in order to be loved, in order to receive love and to love others, I had to give so much all the time. I constantly had to do and constantly needed to be better at something. There was a sense of, you know, wanting to be perfect and wanting, and all of that belief, not knowing that I am perfect, I am whole, I am complete, I am full of potential. But all of this is not done alone. You co-create with the universal energy, with the creative force, life creative force. I tried to do it on my own, separate, living separate from this 
beautiful creative life energy force. So I, 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 was, I was living separate from it until I realized that I was a, a, a being with a soul. I was a spiritual being having a human experience. It changed. It shifted for me. I realized that I was tapping into a higher source. It's a higher source. I was tapping into my higher self. Being was there an the aha system. moment, though? Was there an aha moment? Where yes. It was that moment when um, I literally couldn't get off the couch. It was really that moment for me when I saw, well, actually, there were two different moments. The aha moment is when I was not well and I was laying on the couch, I saw me laying on the couch being nothing, being depressed, being sad, not being able to do what I felt I was here sent to do. My child, mm-hmm. my children, I, I mean, when I said it was my one-year-old, I had two other children, so I had three children by the age of 27. It was an overwhelming life for me at the time. So sure. at that moment, I realized I can't do this alone, and I needed something, someone, somewhere to come and give me help. So that's when I drew in, when I realized at that moment that I was being inspired to tap into a higher energy source. That's universal, God's energy. And then the other time where I actually went into the work was when, um, before uh, I went into massage school, I actually, let me backtrack. So over there, it was about a seven to nine year constant work on my health on the physical, the emotional, the spiritual, I joined meditation classes. I mean, I didn't stop. It was constant work. It was a constant, um, I was determined. There was a constant wanting better, wanting more for myself, wanting more for my children, living a more healthy whole life. So that, again, would intrigue my curiosity, and I would just go for meditation classes to um, learn more about spirituality, uh, healing. I took Reiki classes. I even retook Reiki classes until I really understood what the energy work, how to work with the energy. And it wasn't until before I went to massage school, I had literally went in for a hot stone massage, had an out-of-body experience, and I saw myself giving the healing. And that's when I came out. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know, uh, you know, at age 45, my kids were growing up. I didn't go to college. I, where was I going to do? What was I going to do? I knew there was more for me again. So that's when I prayed. I set forth my intentions, and it came to me. It came to me in that massage that I will now be doing healing work. I'm going out, and I'm going to be starting with massage work. And it was through the massage work that I started learning about healing others. You know, what's you, you know what's interesting, Margaret, um, and then we're going to have to take a quick break, but that mm-hmm. you had the intu- intuition, I guess, that self-intuition mm-hmm. or that ability. I talk a lot on the show in my coaching sessions and in my business that we constantly have to self-assess. And the only way to be able to do that is to quietly kind of just become introspective and that is a really hard thing to do because we're running 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 you know all the time oh absolutely, and how do you, absolutely. yeah you, you know stop breathe just think holy holy smokes what do i want with my life you know look at where i am this isn't making me happy or um you, you know whatever the situation so again you were kind of ahead of your time you know 20 years ago and then seeking mm-hmm. that that knowledge, whatever that catalyst was for you, obviously mm-hmm. the kids oftentimes for moms, that's our catalyst, but how, um, just really how intuitive and how ahead of your time is, is what, I, what my take is. Let's take one quick break, and then when we sure. come back, I really want you um, to talk about 
um, you know, how we do get caught up in life's demands that we lose sight of our own light, our own gifts, our own strengths, whatever that is. Um, you know, people at work sometimes feel lost in their job, right? They lose that light. They mm-hmm, lose that spark. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back, okay? Sure. Great. A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. Consultations, training, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Okay, we are back. We are here with Margaret Russo, um, Reiki Master Swedish Massage. I can't say Swedish Massage. See how my lips don't go that <laughs> you way? Could, you could say Therapeutic Massage. That's more what I do. I like that better. Thank you for that. Feel like, feel like my lips are blah, 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 you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know how that goes. All right, so absolutely. Okay, so now I want to really talk about that, and you can relate. I mean, you have kids. They're they're mm-hmm. like mine now, right? They're older. Your kids are in high school as well? Uh, my youngest is uh, 14, and I have ages from 14 to 26 right now. So. Okay, so you have the gamut, but you still, have, uh, you still have children at home, okay? Mm-hmm, so correct. how easy, how easy is it? You know, you have a house, you have the kids, you have the husband, you have mortgage, you have work, you have, have clients that you see. How, how how do we all get so caught up in life, right, that we forget to do that introspective kind of soul-searching to say, is this what I want to be doing? Is there something better for me? You know, all of those things. And at age 45, you really pulled the trigger and and went back to a learning environment, right? Oh, I did. Oh, my God. It was hard to get a 45-year-old brain to start working again and learn anatomy and (laughs) physiology. I mean, it was it was rough, but you know what? It was the greatest challenge I went through. It was the best challenge I went through. It, it just opened me up to so much more. There was a sense of believing that that's what I needed to do. That That's really what it was. There was a sense of it came from within. It wasn't like, oh, I went out and I saw somebody making great money and living the life. It came from within. I didn't know yeah. how I was going to get through school. I didn't know where I was going to be practicing. I had sure. no other answers. I just went with the present moment and the knowing that I felt. And I was experiencing. So um, when you talk about the do's and the, the do list, oh, my gosh, the do list is, is long. I mean, um, yeah, we do get caught up into it. Because we also, you know, ironically, we measure our, our, our worth by how much yeah. we do. So a lot of times we get caught up to it. So if we're so busy and we're doing so much, that means we're accomplishing so much, so we must be more worthy, you know, worth so yes. much more. You know, everybody, when you introduce each other, everybody's like, oh, I've been so busy. And, you know, I hear it. You're great. Don't worry. You don't have to prove it to me by how much you're doing, you know. It's exactly so right. And it's true. It's funny. I have a lot of um, clients that I work with, executives down to some of the, um, you know, frontline staff that are, are working with customers. And, you know, they come to class 
and they'll say, oh, I do this and I do this and I do this and I do this. And it's like this laundry list. And I sit mm-hmm. there and I look at them and think, wow, clearly they have a need to hear, wow, you do a lot, or wow, mm-hmm. uh, you're worthy, or wow, like to be impressed by how much they do. And it's funny because it, it, I, it doesn't matter. I don't judge people by how much they mm-hmm. do or don't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just share this time with me. Be you. Answer the questions. Be part of the discussion, whatever it is. Share your insights. Share your strengths. Share, share your thoughts. I don't need to know what you did yesterday for your family over the weekend or what mm. you do at work. But there are so many even executives that feel that in the middle of the night, if their boss is, is an insomniac and sends them an email, at two o'clock in the morning, they have to respond. They must answer it. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. that's that measures your worth. No, that measures your insanity. Am I? <laughs> it does. And then look at the amount of fear that they're creating. If yeah. I don't answer this phone call, I'm going to be fired. If I don't yes. complete this, the world is going to come. To, you know. So think about the the important how much energy they're placing into that. Year, they're directing that energy into that. That becomes a larger, mm-hmm. let's just say, you know, stack of, of fear versus, you know, what your truth and peace and trust and love and know that you're okay no matter what. But, you know, you know, that's hard. To hard. That's it hard. Is hard. It's, it's, hard it's very hard when you have your family to, you know, what? when I switched from um, um, everyday medicine to, to homeopathy, that was hard for me because I had three children and I chose to start using my three children with homeopathy. Well, my kids had 102 fever and I was choosing homeopathy over the antibiotics or the Tylenol the doctor did. It was frightening because I felt very responsible making that decision, but sure. I trusted and I believed in knowing that that would be healthier for my child and I needed to follow through. I needed to, you know, but again, you have to be realistic and know that, okay, if this is not working, then I need to shift to something else. So it comes, you, you get better at everything else with practice. The more you practice. Practice, those. yeah. Practice, I, it's practice, really true. Practice. The, the practice makes you more efficient, makes your thought process more efficient. Um, and, and I think time, you know, repetition, you know, with kids, they're constantly yeah. hurt. Uh, they're constantly sick because of who's got the runny nose at school when they're little and they touch everything. So it's oh, this absolutely. constant you really do get more efficient with our knowledge. Now, I want to just take a step back. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have the intuition and ability, or, or did even at a young age, to say, mm-hmm. okay, this is not working for me. I'm unhappy, what have you, what have you. Okay, so I want to make those changes. Again, I think that's fabulous that you didn't just read an article and think, oh, maybe that's what I need. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. The answer really came from within. I don't think... Most people, most people, I don't think have that internal aha moment. So I, your, your story is, is great. It's dead on. And I think we need to become more aware of that inner voice, right? But mm-hmm. you, you, you nailed it when you said that even doing the, um, the homeopathic kind of uh, healing with the kids, medicines, you know, wh- whatever, if they mm-hmm. had um, an earache, you know, you put the w- warm rice bags on their ears or mm-hmm. something like that, right? So you were clear, you were nervous, but you were clear that you trusted in. Most people are driven by fear, not trust. Correct. Correct. So can you think of anything that can help 
or maybe in your own personal life that can help people say, okay, I see that fear, all right, but I know and I trust in whatever that other thing is. You know, Was there that shift for you? The, the, the shifting, the shifting is, it happens to all of us. It happens to all of us, but we ignore it. We don't listen to it. There's a voice that goes on. There's an inner voice. So when, when that inner voice goes on, it's almost like it, it's difficult to say because when people come in, there's all different fears, and fears are at all different levels, whether they're physical, they're manifesting in all different levels in our lives. Depending sure. on how the client sure. walks into my office, that's the way I will help approach their fear. There also has to be a willingness. There has to be an intention that client has to set. Their intention is to reach for some kind of relief. They don't want to relief anymore, get any more relief from maybe uh, eating chocolate or having a drink or taking that pill to relieve their anxiety or their fears. They want to reach for relief from someplace that is not a Band-Aid effect anymore. It's true relief. Getting that, that, that really get over these things. They have to want it. There's, there's an inner sense, an inner desire, and an inner belief and a trust knowing that there's got to be something better than this. So when that does happen for a person, um, the best thing I can, uh, you know, support them is read, research, talk to other people. Um, when they do walk into my office, I speak to them. I ask where you are, where they're, go- what's going on in their life, what are they ready for, and it's how they present, what they present to me, um, and not only me. I, I, it's completely guided. That's how we start. So sometimes you could start with changing what the thoughts are in their mind, getting to know sure. what the thoughts that keeps them in this place of the to-do list, that keeps them in this set fears, that keeps them, sometimes it could be a repeated statement that goes on and on and as well, I have to do this because I'm never going to have any money for food or, and I have to, yeah. is that true or is that coming from fear? You know, that's, what, what's, what's fueling that statement? So if it's fear that's fueling the statement, we start working on that. Let's start changing the statement. Let's start changing the statement and creating an affirmation that serves you best in your highest good so you can start attracting more truth in your life rather than fear. So yeah. the, the actual to-do list is to learn about affirmations. That would be my number one thing. And that would be perfect, like, inspirational quotes. And, but affirmations aren't just a statement. Um, we state it in the present. Affirmations is to affirm something as your truth. So when you, you use short, these short statements, they become more like fiat. But when you repeat them over and over and over again and you state them in the now, like I am now, I now allow change to take place and embrace my new experience and it brings. This is one I use very often. Now, with these new experiences, with these new affirmations, the more and more we state, we state them, we start decreeing them, they start changing the energy. We start shifting out of fear into truth, into trust, into knowing. So this is really important. You know, there was a study that was done long ago, and I apologize not knowing the, truth, the facts where it came from, but it said that we have more than 45,000 thoughts a day. For most sure. people, 80% of them are negative. Sure. So, so now we have been teaching ourselves over and over, or we've been taught that those 45,000 thoughts are subconscious thoughts, that that's our truth. So 
So when we start shifting out of the subconscious thoughts and bringing them into the conscious level, we start affirming them. We start actually believing them. I'm fine. I'm well. All is well and good in this world, you know. I live in the now. I love in the now. I express gratitude in the now. I allow prosperity in the now. We can only live for the now. Tomorrow comes next. You know, that's tomorrow. So these are small things that we could start doing. This is start affirming. Start listening. And I to want me. to give, Margaret, I want to give a really good example um, to what you're sure. saying. And first I want to say you're absolutely right. Those 45,000 thoughts, 80% of them are negative. I call it the record player when I coach um, you know, my executives. It's that, Rick, I'm not good enough. I need to do more. They're going to fire me. I'm bad. If I don't do this, that's going to mm-hmm. happen. And most mm-hmm. of it is is nonsense. You know, when when they say it, like you like you said, clients come in, and they repeat the same thing. Well, if I don't work this hard, I'm never going to pay the bills. If I don't work this hard, my kids are going to starve. Mm-hmm. Really? Are your kids going to starve? Probably not. There's so many um, options out there. If truly you have mm-hmm. hard times, you know, people lose jobs and what have you. There, there's soup kitchens and, you know, there's, there's communities like our church gives to these communities. I have a friend who works at the Monmouth County Food Bank. You know, mm-hmm. we give to that. So there's, you really, you're not going to starve. So there's unlimited resources out there. There's just unlimited resources. But people don't realize because that record player gets stuck over and over again. It's that same negative thought. So mm-hmm. it's what you're talking about, I just want to share, is it's called neuro, neuro-linguistic programming. And here's the mm-hmm. best example that I think everybody can relate to. You know when you're buying a new car and you're looking at that Toyota, Toyota Camry and you want it in white, and now you're driving, because you're thinking about it a lot, right? You've gone test driven it, you've read consumer reports, so you've done all of this research about that specific car, whatever it is you're purchasing. You get mm-hmm. behind the wheel of the car to go to work, and all of a sudden, all you see are white Toyota Camrys everywhere. And you think, were there this many white Toyota Camrys before mm-hmm. I started looking for my white Toyota Camry? Yes, mm-hmm. because what happens is it's, it's our brain function. When you repeat something or you focus your energy on something, like buying a new car in the color and make a model, all of a sudden your awareness is risen because of, because of your the neurology or the, the they call it neural neuro-linguistic programming because you've focused attention, the thought now becomes a prominent thought in your brain. So I think everybody or most people have purchased a new car or a new TV where all of a sudden everybody has that same TV that you're looking at and you're thinking, wait a minute, how could that be? It's just because you've raised your awareness. So the body knows how to communicate with the universe and the universe shows us what we're thinking back at us. So just that one simple example for, mm-hmm. for people who are, are in, the, in the, the pursuits of purchasing something, look at their awareness. All of a sudden, that information is everywhere or examples are everywhere. And it's because of exactly what you're saying. Those affirmations, those thoughts, those recurring good thoughts, right, brings you mm-hmm. the information. Thus, mm-hmm. the recurring bad thoughts, what does it bring you? More bad thoughts or more of the same negative record player. Um, let's pause one more. It's it's true, right? Let's pause one more sec, one more okay. second here. I just want to do a, a quick chat with the listeners, you, you guys. It. If if what Margaret and I are talking about, and 
you know, you just were in the process of purchasing a car and you're like, how did she know that? That's exactly what happened to me. There's so much science out there that really supports everything that Margaret and I are talking about. And, you know, years ago it was God. Now I think more people talk about it as the universe. Um, Whatever it is for you, we're an energy source. We're, We're affected by the energy in the world and the energy of people around us. So there is change that you really can control. You just have to change that record player um, in your head, and your thoughts really do become reality. If some of this is sounding familiar, please, please send me an email with your story. I love to hear everyone's stories. Um, You can email me at Connie at WhitmanAssoce.com. Again, Connie at WhitmanAssoce.com. Uh, definitely go to my website, all of my Facebook and my blogs, and all those links are on there. So go to www.whitmanassos.com. And again, great resources are available through all of that. Or you can always call me and have a conversation at 732-888-1420. That's my direct line. If you really are thinking about changing something, especially the new year uh, we just started, 2015, So if there's something that you want to work on, get better at, improve, change, whatever it is for you, and it could be something really simple. It doesn't have to be anything monumental. It could be uh, a simple little thing. Um, Send me your story. Call me. Reach out to me. I really am here to help you change, help you change your organizations, if you're management or whatever in your organizations, um, or just yourself if you want to change something um, from within. And again, at the end, I will give all of Margaret's information and she's happy um, to help with all of this as well. Right, Margaret? You're there for that. Absolutely. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for you guys. You got it. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So let's let's talk about, um, and, and you mentioned also before the subconscious, and I think the subconscious is where those 45,000 messages mm-hmm. or that recurring mm-hmm. kind of message, right? It's in the subconscious. And you the said it well. Playing, correct. The record, right, right. yeah, the record. I, I, you know, again, the young kids are going, what's a record player? A CD <laughs> player or whatever. Get stuck on that same song over and over again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That changing it to the conscious, the affirmation. I want you to one more time, and I hope everybody has a pen and paper. You, you used an affirmation that you said you use frequently when new new people come into you to have them just start that road to that positive thought or affirmation. Can you say it again for everyone? Sure. So they can that's write it the down. one with absolute that's when they're just coming in and you have to be willing and ready and you set your intention. It's I now allow change to take place and embrace my new experiences it brings. Excellent. I think that is such an important affirmation because by saying that and repeating it, again, the neuro-linguistic programming, the Toyota Mm -hmm. Camry idea, right? The more Mm -hmm. you repeat it, what ends up happening, whatever answers they're searching for, whether it be work, family, something with with a child, maybe a child is ill, suffering from allergies or something, and there's so many options out there and you're thinking, oh, I'm responsible for this child, what's the best option? Again, mm-hmm. when you do that, I will allow change to come into my life and do that affirmation over and over. The answers really do find you. And and from the strangest um, places, you mentioned before, you'd be in a doctor's office mm-hmm. and two people next to you were having a conversation about some type of a holistic healing or whatever, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. you were in a doctor's office? Oh, sure. Office. It's amazing right? how it's almost they find you and the information we give you would be like your next 
stepping stone in the direction of really receive, getting to that place that you're searching for, the intention that you set out. So it shows up in your life. It shows up in the have unimaginable ways, ways that you least expected it, you know, or something you could pick up a book and all of a sudden there your eye goes right to the page that exactly is giving you the information that you need. I mean, amazing things can start happening then, really do, and it's just it's divine intervention. You know, so it's great. You know, it's funny that you say that. You pick up a book um, many, many years ago when I started my business, uh, almost 14 years ago, and um, I started to buy material uh, research for me to put together and use quotes and, and documented stuff in my manuals mm-hmm. and what have you, you know, to, to kind of uh, ground them, you know, and not just Connie Whitman things. You know, you always want to use resources that, validate what your opinion is or why, et cetera. So I bought all these things, and one of them was this law of attraction. And I was like, yeah, but I don't really need, you know, it came with like a bundle of other things that I had been purchasing, and it was like a free gift or whatever. And I just kind of put it on my bookshelf and never really paid attention to it because that wasn't the focus of sales and and what I was creating, you know, to be able to train and, and go to corporations with, et cetera. And then uh, several years ago, or several years after that, I started looking at my own health as I was aging, you know, in the, in the 40s, and, and mm-hmm. my kids were getting bigger, and, you know, you're definitely the decades, you, you change, your life changes, I think, right? Each decade I could say what Absolutely. about, whatever, right? Okay. So in my, my, I guess it was maybe early to mid-40s, I started just what you're saying, saying, God, you know, there's got to be more. I love my job. I love my kids. I mm-hmm. love my, my family. I love being a mom, all of those things. I, I really want, I'm getting bored, like, with work, and I want, I want to give my clients more. And all of a sudden, this law of attraction, kind of in my line of vision, whatever it was, and I'm like, oh, you know, I had, like, we're never busy, right? We're always busy. But I pulled it off the shelf and I started looking through, and all of a sudden, it made sense to me. Everything I was reading, it was like, this is what you've been looking for. Now, it had been mm-hmm. on my shelf for how many years? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I wasn't mm-hmm. ready for it until, again, that 43, 44 years old, you know, several years into my business. So isn't that interesting what you're saying? That was my own personal experience, how funny that sometimes the information is around us. We just put it on ignore until the time is right. Oh, I've had books fall off the shelf and hit my big toe yes. to get my attention. The yes. best way it was, and how many times I would take the book, put it on the shelf, and then walk away, and then something else, and it'll be like, oh, that book is talking to me. Like, you know, this yes. is meant for me. You know, we're asking yes. for it, and it's there. We're, we just keep walking away from it. But it's Isn't absolutely it? true. And we just never, it's just you need to be open to it. You have to just be open to it. But when you're doing that, in that complete moment, you are coming from a higher place of intention, not a lower energy of intention. You're not trying to control everything and manipulate it and make it what you want it to be. You truly surrendered, and you were asking for it, and it showed up. So it's coming from a higher, more, where it's serving you for your highest good. You know, yes. it's giving you the change that you really need. That's really yes. serving you best. You could go out and live your best life purpose, you know. It's, it's funny. I have a, a friend, one of my clients, and um, she's been on the show. Her name is Bernadette Mako. And we, we on LinkedIn, there's various platforms that we uh, write articles for, we discuss, mm-hmm. you know, with the business community and what have you. And a recent one came through about um, it with employees, uh, you, know, you know, not 
if someone isn't able to work the fax machine, sometimes mm. the manager could think they're an idiot. They can't work the fax mm-hmm. machine. Now, all of a sudden, that person is viewed as an idiot in their mind because they said it several ah. times. It, isn't that terrible? Like, and so, absolutely. and it gave several other examples of how not to be, if you're a manager, how to kind of look at things and, and come from a different perspective, kind of like what we're talking about, just in the work environment. And yeah. one of the things Bernadette happened to say, and I, I giggled because she's very, um, she's a very intuitive person. She's my age, 53 also. And she and I laugh because we are definitely control freaks, right? I like mm-hmm. things to go my way because my way is the right way, right? We all feel that way. <laughs> and, you know, especially with the kids, right? Just do it my way. Why are you arguing? So mm-hmm. she's very similar so. to that. <laughs> yeah, because I said so, right? So she wrote in, in this article, you know, we responded to this, this great article, Harvard Press or wherever it was from. And she said for 2015, she is really setting her intention, and I think she used the word intention, that I am going to relax a little bit, not be such a control freak, and really listen to what being pushed one way or the other, kind of, you know, letting it unfold the way it should, not because she's Mm. forcing it. Wasn't that intuitive? And she is. I've talked to her a lot and and use her as a a resource because she gets it, you know. And I I liked her comment, and and I said, see, this one, she gets it. It's true. We want to control because we're so busy. I think that's where the control really does come from, right, Mm. to to Mm -hmm. limit as many downfalls as possible. But in reality, we do have to, like, loosen our grip a little bit and let things unfold as they should. And then I think what we need to train ourselves to do better, and I think it's everything you're saying, is how to respond to that new situation, that new opportunity from a positive standpoint to make it be even better than what I could have controlled in the first place. Does that just make sense? Oh, that totally does. It's like what we think we're holding on and controlling, you know, we don't realize we're just like fighting against the grain. Like we're just work. It's like pushing that revolving door in the opposite direction. It's just yeah, yeah. It's swimming upstream, you know, right? You. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what the truth of it is? You don't have to be this spiritual being, you know, you don't have to be this, you know, you know, someone who meditates. All you need to do is know that you have the same right as the person next to you and therefore and therefore to live such an empowered, joyous life. Like we, that's our birthright, you know, for wanting more joy in our life or being more at ease about all of this. You know, we all hold that potential. It's there. It's just how to unlock it, how to tap into it, how to, and that's all about centering yourself. Just listening yeah. to your voice saying, I, if this is not working, this is not what's working for me, we need to try something else. And listening to that inner voice rather than tuning it down, saying, no, there's no time for it. We have this to do. We have that to do. There's no time for it now. There's no time for it now. You know, that's the, almost like the ego brain that we have to tune down and listen it's, to that quiet, yeah. deep voice is trying to get the attention, saying, this is not working. You've got to listen to me. You know, yeah. got to try something it's, else. Yes, it's funny. Uh, Oprah Winfrey, ma- many, many years ago, I'm, I'm an Oprah fan personally, because I, I do think she has a voice, and I think that she used her voice um, and her media power um, to shine the light on some bad things happening Absolutely. in the world and what have you. So I, do, I give her a, a lot of credit. Anyway, I know that she said for her life, there'd be a little message, you know, that mm, 
you know, maybe you shouldn't be going down that road or doing whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the message gets a little bit louder. You know, an example might be that she got a little fender bender, but, you know, nothing. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. was okay. And she goes, and then all of a sudden, you know, she breaks her leg. And it's like, all right, I'm listening now. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, she says, God, the universe, whatever, whatever it is for people. I I don't, I certainly don't want to dictate religion at all. I just giggle because I, I think the universe whispers to us. And then mm-hmm. when we're not listening, it, it raises its voice a little bit, shakes us up. We're still not listening. And that's where we have the disease, heart attacks, broken legs, um, anxiety, you know, money yeah, issues, absolutely. anxiety. Yes, <laughs> it's the universe yes. saying, hello, I'm not going away. This, <laughs> this is not working. And she said it and I thought, ooh, I'm going to, and it was funny. That was, I was probably in my, this is when this whole um, law of attraction thing, she might, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't recall per, perfectly, but it was around my, my early to mid forties when she said that quote in, in one of her shows about, you know, the aha moment, right? And that, you know, it's whispering, it's always whispering. And when you don't listen, it kind of hits you in the face. Like you got to mm-hmm. listen now. And I thought, ooh, I want it to whisper. I don't want it to be yelling at me. So I'm going to really try to listen to those opportunities and, and what have you. And, you know, I I am, my mind goes 9,000 miles a minute. I mean, people could tell from my energy. That doesn't mean that when you put your head down at bed, the last thing to think about is being grateful mm-hmm. for good health for mm-hmm. the family with good health around you, for those blessings that we take for granted when you don't just stop and say, thanks so much, man, this is pretty cool. You know, my life is pretty cool. Thank you. And here's the deal. Crap goes on. You were supposed to be on the show uh, oh. a couple of weeks ago, right? And what Absolutely. happened? Your my husband was in the hospital. Yes, yes. It, it it happens, bad things happen to everybody, but certainly if you're coming from an open place, open-minded, let's just say open-minded, mm-hmm. um, that and you believe that I need change and I can change and I'm going to look fear in the face and and make it work or figure it out or open it up to like your affirmation, I will allow change right into my life. I think that's such an, a powerful beginning for in Oprah's words to have that aha moment and I think we're all able to have that aha moment right oh absolutely absolutely and and, you know um, that's the one the most important thing and that's when you speak to earlier when you said what do you what do you do what do you how do you help people with this to-do list when you're getting that way and things are getting frenzied you have to just stop you have to stop you have to take some breaths You know, you have to start breathing. You have to start connecting with yourself. You know, when we're doing that to-do list, we're so disconnected. You know, we almost have to disconnect in order to push ourselves that fast and that hard for that many hours. I mean, that's not normal. It's not healthy. We think it's serving us to our highest good. Only it's only doing it temporarily, but long term, we have consequences to pay after a while. That so, everything has right. Everything has a cost, mm-hmm. one way or the other, and it's not always a financial cost. It could be a physical or mental um, weariness or whatever the thought is. Let's pause one more time for another really Absolutely. brief break, and then we're going to come back. We have about 14 minutes, um, and we'll. I, there's a couple of things that I I want to discuss, and then. Start to think of the, the first tip you gave already. A, again, I'm going to make you repeat it one more time. Was that affirmation at the end? I want you to repeat mm-hmm. that. And any other little things that you recommend or tips that you recommend 
your um, clients to kind of practice to change that whole thought process or change that record player. So let's take a quick break, and then we'll, sure. we'll finish up with the last 13 to 14 minutes. Okay, great. It's a shame when you're feeling stuck in your business and you feel like you have nowhere to turn. It's a shame when you slog through long days in your business and you don't get any return. It's a shame when you feel like you can't see the forest for the trees and your business brings you to your knees. Einstein said repeating the same actions over and over won't produce different results. So stop feeling ashamed. Your business and you deserve better. Change that shame into righteous fame. Connie Whitman can tame that shame. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates will help you to discover your new path and nothing will ever be the same. Connie's tried and true one-on-one coaching sessions will tame that shame so you and your business will not continue in vain. Call Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates today at 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Call Connie. Turn that shame into your game. Okay, we are back. We are the last leg of the show with Margaret Russo, who is a Reiki master, uh, does therapeutic massages and remote therapy, um, and many other things to help us feel better uh, internally, externally, and and all that good stuff. I want to comment, uh, Margaret, you said the to-do list. I have a to-do list on my desk right now. Mm -hmm, I find, mm -hmm. and and what you're talking about and my to-do list when I train and I teach people for time management purposes to try to get Mm -hmm. as much done in a day as possible, Um, the to-do list that I talk about is a list of tasks that need to be done. And when you write them down, I don't have to think about them until I get to it on my list. So it frees my my mind from saying, oh, i got to do 10 other things. It's written down. I'll mm-hmm. get to it. Mm-hmm. Let me focus mm-hmm. on the one thing I should do. So, again, it helps me control my mind from getting fatigued and anxious um, by having that list of things. Your to-do list is that mental to-do list of, i got to do more. I didn't do that. I have to do that. Mm-hmm. If I don't do that, I'm not going to be liked. I'm not worthy. That's the to-do mm-hmm. list, I think, right? That It's exhausting to think that we have to be more than we are. We're all – I said this to somebody recently, and they giggled um, – I said, somebody said something like, oh, you're so smart or whatever it was. And I giggled. And I said, I'm flawed just like everybody else. I'm dysfunctional in my way, right? We all mm-hmm. have something. So I said, mm-hmm. but you know mm-hmm. what I've learned is our flaws is what makes us each so beautiful because mm-hmm. those flaws make us unique. And embrace it, man. You, you are who you are. You know, quirkiness and all. Embrace it. It doesn't mean... Don't focus I, I, on it. Don't over-focus right. on that exactly. flaw. You know? It's just there. Focus you know? on it. Then just acknowledge it's there. Accept it. You know, it's there. But then there's great strengths within you as well. You know, happen to those. And, and let's talk about the vibrations um, through the affirmations and gratitude. Yes. That's that deep feeling, right? Um, talk a little bit about that and how you uh, oh, help definitely. people. And I do appreciate you bringing up the to-do list. There's nothing wrong with making the to-do list. That keeps us accountable so we can get the things that need to be done in a day. But when we do, as we're doing the to-do list, you could also affirm there's enough of time in a day to get all things done. Whatever is exactly. done today will, will be done in the perfect time, the perfect way, and I accept it as it is. You know, so there is using writing down your to-do list because we do need to do things in life where you're existing in this world. But then right. again, don't make that to-do list control your life. 
exactly don't let, right. doesn't get done on that to-do list make you feel bad about yourself. You know, right. let's, let's, you know, try to do it in a positive way. So the best way to do is you write your to-do list. Let's be honest. We have the reality. We have to make this to-do list. But take a moment. Breathe. Take a moment. Breathe. Place your feet, on, feet firmly on the ground. Take a couple of deep breaths. Really just deepen from the core of your stomach and breathe and just relax your body for a minute. And then think about your intention for either the day, for the hour, for the minute. Set forth an intention. That intention has to serve you at some kind of greatest good. You know, I, I will follow out this list and know that I will do it more calmly and more peacefully. That gets to yes. be a great intention, you know, because you got to get this done. We're working on goals, setting goals. Setting goals are really important. But how we approach these goals are just as important, too, because we can be getting in the way of our own self reaching these goals, and that could be the stresses and the voices in our heads, those 4,000 thoughts, negative thoughts a minute. So then once you really get clear about what your intention is, let's start creating an affirmation. Affirm it. Just like I said before, I acknowledge my to-do list, and I choose to approach this list today with great joy and pleasure. That's an affirmation. It doesn't have to be something that comes out of a book. It's just what you're affirming. But when you're affirm, you have to affirm it in the now. You live in the now. You love in the now. You express gratitude in the now. You allow, allow prosperity to happen in the now. That's what an affirmation does. So, um, And then at the end of it, at the end of your day, the most important thing is, is I always have my clients list three things that they are grateful for. Three I love things that. that Three things they're grateful for. Maybe they didn't completely get the whole list done in the day, but list three things that you are grateful that you got done because it's completed. You know, and even when you said before, when you go to bed and you put your head on the pillow, you could even just be grateful for that beautiful, comfortable pillow that you get to rest your head on because you're exhausted. Thank God I have this pillow to rest my head on. So it doesn't have to be so deep and so, you know, uh, intense, it could just be the simplicity of being grateful to having that warm blanket and that comfortable pillow to rest your head on after a long, exhausting day. So always go with gratitude. Always end your day with gratitude. You could start your day this way and you could end your day with that. So those would be the three things that I would rec- recommend. And the additional thing that would be the breeze, you set your intention, use your affirmation that serves your intention, that sets forth your intention, that starts putting the vibration a positive vibration in what your intention is. Let's go back to that do list of what things that need to be done. And then express your gratitude. So that would be four, I'm sorry. But the other one thing I do is I have most of my clients buy themselves a journal and start writing every day. Listen to the voices in their inner heart and listen to the chatter in their head. And let that, in that moment, they get to determine, oh, my God, this is the chaos. This is the fear that's ruling my life, that's running my life. But then they start hearing their softer voice, their inner voice, their inner knowing, and, and reaching for that to help them to center themselves, to be clearer about what it is that they want. So journal writing is really, really important. It's just hearing your own inner voice. That is really important. So that, so that would be definitely five big points or tips that I do, and then I have will teach my clients to do as I further work with them and get to know them and, and see how more tools they can apply in their life to help reach this full potential, joyous, wholeness, truly pleasurable life, you know. So Yeah, and then it's funny you, you said that was they're very, very helpful. Yes, I love it. I love everything you just said. And here's 
here's the thing that my takeaway is everybody thinks when they hear affirmations, listen to mm-hmm. your inner voice, that it's this you know, guru inside of you that just says this magical thing and this like, ha ha, you know, that's really not what happens. And I'm laughing. The affirmation could be simple. You know, when I put my head on the pillow at night, I do this every mm-hmm. night. I lay down and I think, oh, thank you for this comfy bed and the warmth of the sheets and oh, I'm all snuggly. There's that affirmation of gratitude, you know, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I'll sit and I'll say, oh, the boys won their game tonight. Thank you for letting them play as a team and, and oh, the joy and so much fun they all have. Thank you for that. And, you know, it's simple, stupid things that happened in my day, but that you feel it to your core, that Correct. gratitude. That's Correct. the vibration. That's the intensity of the vibration because you feel it to your bones that, you know, watching my, my kids play hockey, there's no greater joy I get because they're doing something they love, they're passionate about, and they're good at it, and they get better and better, and they want to get better and better. What mm. more could a mom want? That's deep yeah. gratitude for me. That raises my vibration. So these, it, it doesn't have to be, I am going to be, you know, this leading mm. leader, leader of, you know, affirmations in the world. It could be something like, I really enjoyed watching my kids play baseball today. Hey, thanks Absolutely. for having a beautiful day, you know? Absolutely. It could be like, you know what, I'm really grateful that I got to, you know, have that conference today and I feel confident, yeah. really confident. That really felt good today. Or you could even just acknowledge, you know what, there's a weakness there or something where I need to work on. I truly trust and know that I'm going to find a way to improve that. Or, you know, yep. you just know that there's maybe something you didn't care for or didn't feel comfortable or you didn't like about your day, but you'll have the ability tomorrow to turn it around. Or the exactly next day, right. you know, know that it's going to come. So, again, it's learning your flaws, accepting them, um, being grateful for it showing up in your life and appearing to you. So now you know where you do need to work on something or Absolutely. to be more aware of something. So, or where the what? change needs to occur. Yeah, yeah. So you could even be grateful for those uncomfortable things. You know, my, my totally. kids gave me a headache today. You know what? I am so grateful that this day end. They're in bed sleeping nice and safe, and I get this little time to myself. Tomorrow's another day. Like, you know, those are things. You know, it doesn't always, not always perfect. Whole, you know, it's you're constantly, what you're doing is bringing your intention, attention to that and then setting your intention for tomorrow to be a better day, to bring raising your awareness, being more aware of around you. You start tapping into what really makes you happy, what you That's, really truly start enjoying and what brings you joy and pleasure and, and the things that don't. I always worked with a, with a decorator in one of my other careers. Um, I did staging, and uh, somebody decorated said to me, it's really hard for me to get colors, for paint colors for my clients to pick out. I said, it's always easier for somebody to tell you what they don't like or they don't want before they could tell you what they do like and they don't True. like. So go through all the colors, let them pick out what they don't like, and I guarantee you'll be left with two or three colors, and those yep. are the colors you'll be working on because it's, that's how we're trained. We're just programmed now. So eventually, the more and more we practice this, it becomes more clear and more evident of what we do like and that we don't have to think about it anymore. We're just doing that or we're just making those choices and we're just bringing more and more of it into our lives. And the moment that we make a choice that's really not serving us to our highest best, it's good. You're going to feel it. It's not going to feel comfortable. It's going to be more predominant and it's going to be like a slight little ripple and you're going to be like, Ooh, I need to make a change. 
I need to shift this. I need to get this out of here. I, you know, I got to make better choices. Oh no, I'm not going to do that tomorrow. Or you know, so it's every funny. day is a gift. It, it's funny. You're you're so right. And I I I listen to my gut all the time, and Ugh. it always serves me well. Let me just tell you, for good things, making decisions, mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty good decision maker because I listen to my gut. If it feels right, and there's a 51 percent that it'll work in my favor, I go for it. You know, risk it's, it's calculated risk, but it's risk, right? So, mm-hmm. but I listen to my gut. If something's like, yeah, I don't know. You know the old saying: if it sounds too good to be true, it's probably don't, too good to yeah, be true. Be right? So that's because <laughs> that's that whole that whole gut. That's that old so negative I, thought. <laughs> that's yes, that's right. But the gut really does serve us if we just if it doesn't feel right, it's not right for you. Why mm-hmm. you know, well somebody told me I should do that. Okay. Then go do it. That doesn't mean you have to do it because somebody told you that's what you should be doing. You know, kids at school, my mother told me I should become a doctor. Do you want to become a doctor? No, I really hate science. Then you, you've just you've just set a path that's uphill, filled with stones and craters that you're going to keep slipping on. Why would you Why would you do that? Because someone told you that's what they want. That's not what you want. And the last thing, and then we have another minute, so I could you know say goodbye to you, and I want to share what mm-hmm. we talked about. But the last thing. Um, also, when I put my head on, on bed at night, all of the ideas you came up with are, are awesome, and I think they can all be implemented, even if it's just at night where that's your quiet time, okay? Absolutely. The last thing I do before I, I go to sleep is I say, okay, I'm open, man. So universe, talk to me. You, in my mm-hmm. dreams, wherever, mm-hmm. what should I be mm-hmm. doing? Shouldn't I be do- Guide me because I'm really listening all the time, and that's my last thought before I go off sleep because whatever you know then you have dreams you have different things that happens but I think oh I think I want to try that oh somebody mentioned that book I really want to read that book I'm open so I think that's the other thing is you that control as much as a control freak I am I do give to the universe for me it's the universe um just talk to me and show me what I should be doing shouldn't be doing reading whatever um and that's a a great thing Um, you know just it's a nice way to end the day um, we are out of time, my friend. So I just have to um, thank you again. Uh, don't hang up after I stop the recording. Uh, I just sure. want to, you know, personally say thank you. But um, thank you so much for being on, and I really do hope everyone took some notes. Um, everyone, you guys out there, we we talked about getting caught up in life's demands, and we lose sight of our own light and health needs. We listen to others too much. Start listening to that inner voice, that gut, whatever it is for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, We discussed living up to our potential and sharing our strengths and gifts with the people around us. Everybody could benefit from our strengths. We discussed the record player, those mantras, those negative thoughts, those 45,000 thoughts, as Margaret said, and how we can change them to positive current affirmations of living in the moment, raising our vibration through those affirmations, again, filled with gratitude, and you have to feel deep within you, and that's when your vibration in the world changes. Um, again, being grateful every night when you put your head on the on the pillow. It doesn't have to be anything mind-blowing or intense. It could be, thank you for my pillow. And mm-hmm. uh, I hope you guys did take some notes as to the several ideas, but really work on changing those negative thoughts into those positive affirmations. Um, I hope that today's conversation gave you some framework and ideas and thoughts, even thought-provoking. You can think we're crazy with this conversation. I'm cool with that. <laughs> But Try maybe it. it got you, right? That's okay. We like being a little weird. Um, 
I just hope that it maybe gets you thinking to, hmm, you know, maybe I need to do a little work on myself. If you would like to speak with Margaret directly, I think that she's a great resource. Her uh, business name is White Light Healing. She's located in Red Bank, New Jersey. Her direct phone number is 732-610-3554. And you can go to her website at www.wlhealing.com, whitelighthealingwlhealing.com. Margaret, thank you again for your time on the show. Oh, thank Mark. you, Connie. I so appreciate having this opportunity. It was it Thanks. was a lot of fun, and I think I I think we uncovered some rocks. Maybe that people need to start to look at, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate this opportunity to be able to talk with you and just share what we know with others. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. Share our light, right? Thank absolutely. you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, you've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Again, go out, do something differently. Seek to minimize stress. Do something different. Start those affirmations. Um, Thanks, and have a wonderful, exciting, and happy week. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Time may change me, but I can't.